Section twenty seven of Tales from Dickens. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Tales from Dickens by Halle Ermine Rivers. The Pickwick Papers. One. The Pickwickians begin their adventures. They meet Mr. Alfred Jingle and winkle is involved in a duel once upon a time in london there was a club called the pickwick club mr samuel pickwick its founder and chairman was a benevolent simple-hearted old gentleman of some wealth with a taste for science he delighted to invent the most profound theories to explain the most ordinary happenings and to write long papers to be read before the club he had a large bald head and eyes that twinkled behind round spectacles and he made a speech with one hand under his coat-tails and the other waving in the air his fellow-members looked upon mr pickwick as a very great man and when he proposed that he and three others form a corresponding society which should travel about and forward to the club accounts of their adventures the idea was at once adopted the three that mr pickwick chose were named tupman snodgrass and winkle tupman was middle-aged with a double chin and was so fat that for years he had not seen the watch-chain that crossed his silk waistcoat but he had a youthful romantic disposition and a great liking for the fair sex snodgrass who had no parents was a ward of mr pickwick's and imagined himself a poet winkle was a young man whose father had sent him to london to learn life he wore a green shooting-coat and his great ambition was to be considered a sportsman though at heart he was afraid of either a horse or a gun with these three companions mr pickwick prepared to set out in search of adventures next morning as he drove in a cab to the inn where all were to take the coach mr pickwick began to chat with the driver the cabman amused himself by telling the most impossible things all of which mr pickwick believed when he said his horse was forty-two years old and that he often kept him out three weeks at a time without resting down it went in mr pickwick's notebook as a wonderful instance of the endurance of horses unfortunately however the driver thought mr pickwick was putting down the number of the cab so as to complain of him and as they arrived just then at the inn he jumped from his seat with the intention of fighting his dismayed passenger he knocked off mr pickwick's spectacles and dancing back and forth as the other's three comrades rushed to the rescue planted a blow in mr snodgrass's eye another in tupman's waistcoat and ended by knocking all the breath out of winkle's body from this dilemma they were rescued by a tall thin long-haired young man in a faded green coat worn black trousers and patched shoes who seized mr pickwick and lugged him into the inn by main force talking with a jaunty independent manner and in rapid and broken sentences this way sir where's your friends all a mistake never mind here waiter brandy and water raw beefsteak for the gentleman's eye eh <laughs> 
the seedy-looking stranger whose name was alfred jingle was a passenger on the same coach that day and entertained the pickwickians with marvellous stories of his life in spain none of these was true to be sure but they were all entered in mr pickwick's notebook in gratitude that night the latter invited jingle to dinner at the town inn where they stopped the dinner was long and almost before it was over not only mr pickwick but snodgrass and winkle also were asleep tupman however was more wakeful a ball the waiter had told him was to be held that night on the upper floor and he longed to attend it jingle readily agreed especially when tupman said he could borrow for him a blue dress suit the property of the sleeping winkle they were soon dressed and at the ball jingle's jaunty air gained him a number of introductions before long he was dancing with a little old widow named mrs budger who was very rich and to whom he at once began to make love there was an army surgeon present named slammer a short fat man with a ring of upright black hair around his head and a bald plane on top of it who had been courting the rich widow himself dr slammer was old jingle was young and the lady felt flattered every moment the doctor grew angrier and at last tried to pick a quarrel with the wearer of the blue dress suit at which jingle only laughed the ball over tupman and jingle went downstairs winkle's clothes were returned to their place and jingle promising to join the party at dinner next day took his departure the pickwickians were hardly awake next morning when an army officer came to the inn inquiring which gentleman of their number owned a blue dress suit with gilt buttons when told that mr winkle had such a costume he demanded to see him and at once in the name of his friend dr slammer challenged him to fight a duel that night at sunset poor winkle almost fainted with surprise when the stranger explained that the wearer of the blue suit had insulted dr slammer winkle concluded that he must have drunk too much wine at dinner changed his clothes gone somewhere and insulted somebody of all of which he had no recollection he saw no way therefore but to accept the bloodthirsty challenge hoping that something would happen to prevent the duel winkle was dreadfully afraid for he had never fired a pistol in his life he chose snodgrass for his second hoping the latter would tell mr pickwick but snodgrass he soon found to his dismay had no idea of doing so the day wore heavily away and winkle could think of no escape at sunset they walked to the appointed spot a lonely field and at last winkle found himself pistol in hand opposite another man armed likewise and waiting the signal to shoot at that moment dr slammer saw that the man he faced was not the one who had insulted him at the ball explanations were soon made and the whole party walked back together to the inn where winkle introduced his new friends to the pickwickians jingle however was with the latter and dr slammer at once recognized him as the wearer of the blue dress suit the doctor flew into a rage 
and only the statement of his fellow-officer that jingle was not a gentleman but a strolling actor far beneath the doctor's dignity prevented an encounter as it was slammer stumped off in anger leaving the pickwickians to enjoy the evening in their own way end of section twenty seven